Welcome back to Marketing Strategy Academy podcast, where we help female entrepreneurs go from marketing overwhelm to an easy streamlined strategy and system that includes Pinterest and repurposing content to grow their businesses when they have very little time. I'm your host, Jen Vasquez. Let's jump right into it. talking about hacks that I use to bring 70% of the traffic to my website. Um, you're probably going to guess knowing me that it's Pinterest, and of course it is. Um, but 70% of all my social media traffic, Pinterest brings 70% of that social media traffic. It's huge. Um, and so if you haven't already, I would love for you to definitely start on Pinterest. I do have a YouTube channel and a podcast. Um, I talk a lot about um, the first steps when you create a business Pinterest account, um, as well as more advanced stuff. But today we are gonna be talking about that 70% of traffic um, coming to my website. And it's usually in full disclosure, it's between 60 and 82%. Um, on any given any given month, so an average is about seventy. Um, people always ask why I use and preach about Pinterest. Well, the title kind of says it all. Um, but here's the thing: Pinterest does drive seventy percent of all traffic of all social media traffic to my website. And I know, um, I know, of course, that that's huge. But with over 400 million monthly active users and being the third largest search engine, it's really where you as a creative entrepreneur, a wedding industry business owner should be to drive more traffic to your content. And bonus, it's evergreen. Some of my, embarrassingly, some of my pins, some of my highest ranking pins are like six years old. And as a wedding photographer, my six-year-old wedding photography is, makes me cringe a bit. (laughs) You know what I mean? So, um, but that's just proof that the content that you put up there, especially the educational content, will keep reaping benefits and driving traffic for years. So today you're going to see a glimpse of my strategy tips, which you can start implementing today. So why would you want to? Well, of course, Pinterest's superpower is to showcase your content, not just for 24 to 72 hours like Instagram. Reels will get you about two weeks now instead of that 72 hours, but still two weeks um, or even mere seconds, right? Some of our posts. But it'll showcase your content for months, driving your ideal client directly to you instead of you spending hours trying to find them. All right, so enough with that. Here's those tips. Tip number one, create regular fresh pins per day. And before you ask how many, (laughs) um, Pinterest has sort of made changes and I have seen some of my clients successfully grow their Pinterest and drive traffic with even five pins a week, five pins a week. So if you, because on Pinterest, we can pre-plan and push those pins out 
in advance, right, with the Pinterest scheduler, we can schedule out two weeks, um, as well as about 30 pins, depending on your account. Um, so if you're only doing five pins a week, people are like, how can I grow? Well, here's the secret. If those five pins are all new, so you create three to five pins for a blog post and you pin it to three or five boards. So they're all fresh pins to your Pinterest account each week. You're great. The key that people find difficult is that consistency. You have to be consistent. So if you commit to three pins a day or you commit to one pin a day, as long as you're doing that every single week, Pinterest will reward you with traffic. That is just how it works. So in order to narrow down how many times you should pin, consider your time and how much content that you have. If you do a blog each week, you can, and you can pin those. If you have a lead, I would consider making new fresh pins each week for those because those lead magnets are gonna be driving people to your email list and driving people to learn about you with some free information. If you have a course or a membership or a podcast or a YouTube channel, all of those things are great content to create pins for, um, but for sure your blog posts because Google and Pinterest really works hand in hand. Um, but choose whatever you want, choose whatever or how much you wanna pin as long as you're consistent, you will see growth. Number two is to create idea pins. And these really resonate with people and Pinterest has really been pushing them hard um, and has been for a while, quite frankly. Um, but idea pins get you more eyeballs in a short period of time. Think about reels, right? Reels, I get more new eyeballs on my content with reels um, than I ever do with a post or even a live for that matter. Um, so I do recommend that you do one idea pin a week. I, to make that whole process easier, I consider what your blog is about each week and create an idea pin talking about that. You can create, um, gra graphic slides and upload those. You can film face to camera, which does incredibly well on Pinterest, um, or, any combination of those, right? Be sure not to use logos or your website address anywhere on the graphic or in the title for an idea pin. That is, that is, that will dampen your analytics, that will dampen your ability to get it seen as much um, as if you don't. You can, however, share that website address in the notes section of an idea pin. I have found through my research that that doesn't hurt and other Pinterest experts uh, agree. Um, and don't take too much time creating them. I know that I can liken this to reels, right? Um, I would take literally an hour to create a reel because I wanted it perfect. I wanted everything perfect. I wanted a full face of makeup, my hair done, like the whole nine yards. And when I backed off and started striving for progress and to create reels over perfection, then I started really seeing some amazing growth in the number of followers and engagement and everything else. Well, the same is true 
for idea pins. So don't take a lot of time um, to create them. Just make sure you're getting that point across. And also you can use that to repurpose as a, a, a reel on Instagram or even a TikTok. So the time, the small amount of time, if you're doing it right, that you use to create that idea pin, you can turn around and use it on other platforms, right? I am very, very big on repurposing. I think it's really imperative um, that you as a business owner running your business, oftentimes by yourself, that you really, really, really should um, take the content that you've already created and spread it around more and more. So the third tip is boards. Um, this is something that people sometimes forget when they first create their Pinterest account. They have boards and they're done, one and done, right? And that doesn't really work so much. So you definitely want to, um, every three months or so, you want to get on to your boards, repurpose them, um, maybe um, try other keywords. If a board is not necessarily performing, um, you can create new boards if, um, you find that you're, every time you go to pin is when you'll literally notice a glaring hole in boards that you can pin to, um, and make, you know, write that down right away when you're actually doing that. And then every three months as you're creating new boards, that's when you would create a board. Uh, please make sure that the boards are all in or around your business or what you sell right? The one thing that um, I've been doing lately that is working is to have three boards for my sweet spot area. So as an example, one of my Pinterest management clients, um, she sells the most gorgeous letterpress cards. Um, these are like for thank you cards. They're note cards, right? But they're letterpress. They're on gorgeous, creamy paper. I know Alex would understand. Um, she's a, she, uh, not Alex, but my client is a like stationary snob and she decided to create her own cards for that purpose. And they're basically gorgeous. Her name is uh, Pretty Pep Talks. Uh, if you have a chance, they're bright, they're colorful. They've got a dog paw on one of them. She, she just has some gorgeous stuff. Anyway, I created three boards for her that she could pin all of her amazing um, content that she writes blogs on how to address an envelope and how to write um, a card to a child. Like she just has some amazing, amazing content. So I created three boards um, for her advice on writing notes or cards. And one is letterpress stationary tips. One is stationary writing tips and one is stationary advice. They are all the same board, right? We're just using different keywords that I noticed in her Pinterest account that rose to the top, right? That was doing incredibly well and driving a lot of traffic for her. And so instead of having one board like that, I created two additional boards that use different keywords, but that will still bring her ideal clients to her. And my research th showed that those keywords, <clears throat> excuse me, were searched for on Pinterest. And it also gave, gives me multiple boards to pin her advice to, so that when an ideal client pops on and is searching for one of those items, they're going to find her content. So repurpose 
old boards that aren't getting any good analytics, instead of deleting them that some people do, I recommend um, repurposing them and creating them, um, making them more effective according to the keywords that are being searched for on Pinterest. And because Pinterest has so many billions of people each month that go there, we need to make sure that we're adjusting our keywords appropriately because they change. And again, I do recommend doing that every three to six months or so. Uh, the fourth tip is that there's a lot of advice and strategy hacks out there. My concern is that people take them and run with them and it can hurt their analytics over time because they're, um, to find a strategy, they're listening to maybe a YouTube video and a podcast and a this and a that, but it's old content. And then you kind of cobble together all of this old thing, all this old advice and you're using it and your analytics are dipping and dipping and dipping. If you're consistent and you have fresh pins going out and your analytics are going down, you'll want to check your keywords or, or you want to make sure that you're not using old outdated advice. That is really important. And a simple reminder is that if you want to focus on Pinterest, what Pinterest tells us, because that's the most important person to listen to is what Pinterest says. Go to Pinterest best practices and combine that with your business goals um, and it will be very effective. If you're launching something, create fresh pins for it and pin those at the very beginning of your launch and then give Pinterest a few weeks to spread that information out. Just be sure that you use the same link if you have like an open cart and a closed cart, which I know doesn't apply to all wedding photographers or excuse me, wedding industry, but a lot of us in the wedding industry might also have a coaching business. So I always want to make sure about this. When you change, when your um, launch closes, you want to make sure you have a wait list on that same link so that all of the pins that you pinned don't go nowhere. Oftentimes when I do a Pinterest audit, when analytics have fallen, what I find is a bunch of pins that aren't going anywhere. And Pinterest does not like that. That is really, really bad. Um, the other thing is that, you know, analytics tells you what's working and what's not in Pinterest. If you find certain pins or certain boards are performing best, take that as a sign to make more content about that. Each month, as you look at your analytics, adjust your strategy to what's working and what's not. And number five, which I can't forget to say, is find an expert to help you create a strategy specifically for your business and its goals so that you can hit the ground running without wasting a lot of time on outdated or misinformation. And if you're looking for that, of course, I would love to help you. <laughs> um, Thanks for joining me. If you enjoyed this episode, I'd love for you to subscribe to the show to be automatically notified for each episode. Visit the notes for the links mentioned in this episode and to connect with me. And as always, please take one tip from this episode and implement it in your business. Bye.